0: Hello, and welcome to the Art of It podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sam Paul. Again, for anybody who's listening at all right now, I just want to say thank you so much. Welcome to our uh, second episode of all time. Uh, I've got a really a uh, really good friend on the second episode. His name is Juan Zavala, somebody I've worked with for a while. I've known him as a friend um, for a few years now, and he is um, specializes in videography. Uh, he does videography, motion graphics, video editing, filming, all sorts of stuff. Um, incredibly creative guy. And it is also um, the host of a, a very, uh, very fun podcast called the screw ups. Um, you can find it anywhere um, that you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, again, it's called the screw ups podcast. He leads that with a good friend of his named Giovanni sodanio who will also be on the podcast eventually. Uh, but Juan is a really awesome guy. I feel fortunate to know him. Um, very creative and what's cool about him being a podcast host is this podcast was a lot of fun because we kind of bounced um, almost being host versus host um, on here which was fun he asked me some questions I asked him some questions we had some good times we had some uh, we laugh uh, it, is, it is a good time um, and our, our topics are kind of all over the place in this one so um, I just hope you enjoy I hope you laugh I hope you get something out of it um, but uh, Juan is a really really great guy and so I really hope you enjoy the second episode of The Art of It. I want to do i want to start kind of similar in the sense that i want to talk a little bit about how we know each other so yeah um welcome to the art of it this is juan zavala That's That's just, am dope, i saying I know, yeah, yeah yeah okay all right cool don't I, mean, I don't know if i've ever actually said your last name out loud but um juan and i have known each other for about over a year since you moved here yeah a little I'm, bit um yeah. Juan typically is doing videography. That's kind of his your nine to five almost. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing I love about you is you are like a self taught barber. Also, oh, yeah, which is yeah. like to me, I just think that's really cool because I've told my wife it's really funny. I'm like, if I could do it all over again, like I would be a barber like that. To <laughs> me, it's just I don't know. I just think there's so much creativity in it, and there's mm-hmm. so much. I don't know. I just love it. I think it's really cool, and it just I
1: don't know. I don't. So. It's it's weird because I'm like. Self-taught everything, and everything was right. self-taught yeah. from yeah. necessity. Um, so I started cutting hair when I was fifteen, and it was just because my parents didn't want to take me to a barber shop. Yeah, and it it stemmed from there. Right, and um, I cut awesome. my I cut my own hair. I was my first customer. And I this, you've told me that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I gave myself a roller coaster fade. Um, then I cut my brother's hair, and then somebody that we know mutually also is Giovanni. Uh, he gave me a chance to cut his hair when I was. I did not know how to use clippers. I cut his hair before his first day of freshman year of high school. Oh no like, way. Like he trusted me with some beard trimmers. That is that's a big deal. Yeah, and, and first day of school and I I didn't do too bad, but to this day I tell him and my brother if you guys ever need haircuts for free. Yeah. I'm indebted to you guys. Right. Obviously, they never take advantage of it. Yeah. They always pay me. But they, I yeah. told them, you guys can always get free haircuts because you guys are my guinea pigs. Yeah. Um, same thing with video. Video, yeah. um, I learned a little bit in high school. Like uh, iMovie. I don't even know if it's out anymore. iMovie. Um, but in I, don't, f-
0: I, I don't know if they keep. Well, no, 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 it's on my iPhone and I got
1: the. That's crazy. It's on your phone though. Yeah. It was I know. on my block. Right. It's big Mac. Yeah, I remember uh,
0: that. I, my,
1: my school had those Macs that were like colorful. The blueberries. The, yeah. That's what they called them. Yeah. The, the blueberries. Yeah.
0: At, least, at least I believe. I know that's that's what we like funny enough. We called them. were blue. Because most of them were like that purpley blue color. Yeah. 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 And they were all, oh, dude, big and round and the really just the super light keyboard with the transparent With mouse. the
1: transparent. I thought it was the future. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my homeroom, my division uh, teacher, his name was Mr. V. Guy did not like me whatsoever. Yeah, he Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? Like a skinny Tom Segura. You know who Tom Segura is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He looked just like him. He talked just like him. Um, And he would talk to me so sarcastic. Oh, no. So so, so sarcastically. And I'm like, this guy probably just goes home and tells his wife about how (laughs) awful of a person I am. He hated everything I did, man. I was always late to his division. That's why. Oh, yeah. Um, School started like at 8 o'clock. I would be there by like 825. Yeah. Every day consistently. But his uh, his room was a computer room, and for homeroom, we would just get on the computers. And then I had him for a computer class, yeah. and he showed us how to do iMovie. And as much as he hated me,
0: yeah,
1: he's like, man, you do good on this. Um, but then I didn't... That was like 2005, and then in 2009? Yeah. 2008 was the first time I touched another computer to do editing. Yeah, I was doing master's commission, and uh, the girl that would do the videos for them, she ended up leaving the program. And they asked me, hey, uh, we heard you did a little bit of something in high school. Right, Can yeah, you do our yeah. videos? And I'm like, yeah. And 12 years later, I'm doing this or whatever. How many years That's later? That's funny, man.
0: I didn't realize that we had kind of a similar start. So my just being in the graphic design world, mm-hmm. I my junior year of high school, which would have been 2008, something like that, 2007, something like that, anyway... I um I got into this class called graphic communications. is what it's mm. called. Had no idea what it was. Figured it was an easy A because most classes in high school are yeah computer classes. Oh yeah, they're easy A. It's typing. Did you do Ty- the typing class? Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember I did a graphic that was a like a mask, like how you do like a, a clipping mask on type. Yeah. So you can see the image behind the behind type, the and words it was Fight Club, and I had a picture of Tyler Durden like behind it with like Brad Pitt's like his sinister uh, smile, that's you know. Dope. And my teacher was like, hey, man, this is, you know, like, this is, I mean, this is pretty good. That's like, dope, you should keep, yeah. and it was like one of those moments where I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was like the, I think it was probably one of the first times I had ever been really like, with my work, like, sincerely encouraged. Yeah. And I think I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do more of this. You oh, know, and yeah, I think I just how... got, I think immediately it was just attached. I well, think I just loved it. Well,
1: that's the thing. Like, looking back at it in that computer class, it was like a videography type class they just wanted the bare minimum Uh, for sure so like for your grade it was like record a video and put it on the desktop that's your assignment Right. yeah and i'm like all right and so you would (laughs) record it but you would record it off of like a mini dv like cassette and then put it from there connected to a firewire or whatever and then boom there that was your assignment and so i felt like man looking back at it it was like so remedial but you're right it was like he would tell me, like, man, you're really good at this. And it would, like, encourage me where I was yeah. like. And now, like, the clipping mask thing, we do it oh, not yeah. even thinking about it. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or, like, setting yeah. a, putting a video on a desktop, right. you know, I'll airdrop it to you. Here's a video, you know? Right. But it was yeah. an assignment at one point. It was. But yeah. I remember we, um, my school, they had, um, it was Clemente High School in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was in the hood. At, at one point, it was, like, the, the most dangerous high school in America. Dang. I mean, when, when right. I was a kid. It, it was, okay. like, All in right. the 90s before sure. I was even in there. Um, and I guess, you know, they, they had a very big TV program. They had a green room. They would do the news in the morning. And I was like, yo, I would love to learn how to do these things. Right. Um, but after that Mr. V class, there was another teacher that was there. She didn't like me. And I ended up switching classes and I ended up doing a steel drum for my senior year of high school. I was like, forget computers. Yeah. And I never thought I would be doing what I do now because it's like, you're right like you yeah. you know you you do some some little projects and then all of a sudden you're like dude I'm... I remember the first time I got on the Final Cut Pro oh, I thought yeah. I thought I was in Hollywood right like, I thought I'm like oh yeah. yo I can compete with these people now yeah. I mean <laughs> it was whatever but um, yeah man I I started off with this little Dell computer in, in an office and masters commission oh my gosh. and then they, they bought me or they didn't buy me, they bought the program a MacBook Pro. Right. But I carried it around. There you go. And they put Final Cut Pro all over yep. it. And I was like, oh man. I I felt like I was a superstar. Like yeah. I was a rock. I will watch commercials like Nissan commercials and I'm like, I can do I that. I can do that. I, yeah, right. I can do that. Um, and, then learned, and, then, and, and then I learned And then I learned yeah. After Effects. And oh, there you go. Yeah, I opened up After Effects one day and I did an animation like real quick and I'm like, yo, I need I know your dog is. He's right in the <laughs>
0: mic. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, "What is going
1: on in that yeah. room?" There's a dog in the room, by the way, yeah. guys. No, um, yeah, I, I, I got, I got like the Adobe Suite for free from one of my friends named Tito in Chicago. Oh okay. Which I'm, I'm totally narking on him because right. he gave me a torrented. Of course, he of, did. yeah. Yeah. But it was like back in the day, so I had like ten CDs that he physically went onto my computer and uploaded these. CDs onto my computer Dang. and gave me these programs for free. Right. So I felt like... was like CS2,
0: cs It was CS2. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: man. It was so, like... And, you know, now... I feel like anybody coming into the game right now is kind of spoiled. Oh, dude. Because things are totally. so easy. Yeah. Like, Photoshop has a new tool, like, Content Aware Fill.
0: Yep. Have yeah, you seen that? About, oh, yeah. That one's awesome. Are that's the people that, that listen cool. to
1: this kind yeah. of know what we're talking about? I would hope that, I would yeah, hope so, so, but...
0: <laughs> but, but to preface what that means is it basically ha- well, man, it's hard to put it into like layman's terms. But basically what it is is it's a tool now that can basically let's say you're working with a picture with like a blue sky, you can now sample that blue sky and it will mimic the the content of the photo and you can create more sky. And yeah. the, the AI of the program will just develop more. And I'm sure there's there it's it's even better now, but I mean it's when it first became a thing, it was nuts. Because it's like It's like using artificial intelligence to create more of an image, which is insane.
1: So, like, it'll be like a picture of a a boat on a lake, and you want to erase the boat and make it look like it was never there. Yeah. And you don't have to, like, go in and hand-draw anything. else. just... There you go. Deleted. When you used to be able to use
0: that excuse to be like, oh, sorry, man, like, this can't be done. I can't do it. Like, this can't be done. Like, no one can do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or or I'm going to take 12 hours just to, like, mask out every little... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he put he put that on there, man, and uh, I did After Effects, and then I went on this uh, one website. I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name is Andrew Kramer. Uh, it's called. um Why does that something
0: familiar? But I. I
1: he created yeah. a, optical flares. It's like his plugin that oh, like the lens ev- everybody uses, yeah, like dude. Transformers, Star yes. Trek, and so he has a website called Video Copilot, and I would. Okay. That was my bible for two years, where I would just look at all the tutorials, mimic all the mm-hmm. tutorials. Yep. And then eventually, like you know, which. I think that that's the point of tutorials is like to look at them, take what you can, but not always yeah. copy things and yeah. then like yeah, do your own co- creative projects and take, you know, yeah. those
0: it's okay to be, be an echo before you become a voice. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, I, uh, I heard it was a wrestler that said this, but I don't know who invented the same, but he yeah. said, you know, if you, if you, uh, take from one person is stealing. If you take from multiple people, it's research. And so oh, yeah. that, that for me, I'm like, that's what it is. Like yeah. I was just grabbing different websites mm-hmm. and, Different YouTube videos yeah. and uh, yeah. Andrew Kramer, and then I was doing, you know, there you go, all, all the stuff on after. Effects. I remember
0: telling, I tell my students all the time at GCU. I tell them like one of the things I'll I'll tell them when I'm like want them to, to go out and find inspiration is I say like none of you in here are you know most of them are freshmen sophomore in the industry design wise and so a lot of them are like <laughs> sorry you breathing into my like, oh, puppy's so needy mm-hmm. um, but most of them are so new to the industry that. I've told them, I'm like, if you don't go get inspiration for your, for your work, like what you turn in, mm-hmm. it will be so obvious to me when I go to grade it. Mm. Because I'll tell you like, a lot, I, I, and I do it respectfully and, and kindly, but I tell them like, it's okay to like not know where to go yet. yeah It's okay. And I'm not, lo- I'm like, I'm not looking for the next, you know, Basquiat. And <laughs> yeah. the next like, I'm not looking for that. and And to be honest, like, I'm not, the, the the class I teach isn't to be impressed. Like, I tell them, right. I was like, I'm not looking for you to impress me, so don't stress yourself out by trying. Right. I was like, go get your inspiration, because there's so much of it now. We have, honestly, I have them build mood boards, when we have the giant digital mood board called Pinterest now. Yeah. It's just endless, which is, a, it, it's an incredible tool, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I'll tell them, like, wherever you go get inspiration, go get it. Yeah. Like, just genuinely go get it. Don't, don't go... Don't have an idea pop into your head and then sit there and go and hope the white blank page in front of you is going to somehow become beautiful in the next 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I I totally agree. I I
1: think uh, inspiration has changed. Like, the way that people seek inspiration now, Mm -hmm. um, I work with a lot of people that, you know, hey, Juan, can you show me how to do videos? Can you show me whatever? Um, And then they'll show me, like, projects that they do. Mm -hmm. And... You know, what I find that they do now is, like, yeah, man, I'm just, like, on Google or on Pinterest or on Instagram or whatever. Like, they never leave their house. Sure. And they find inspiration through pages on the internet, right? Oh, yeah, sure. And I remember me, man, having to, like, ride the train in Chicago yeah. and looking at graffiti and, like, oh, yo, I want to do that. Yeah. Um... Or like walking downtown and looking at a billboard and like, yeah. oh man, that will be cool. That will be cool on a shirt. And if we change this up mm-hmm. and now, and I, and I, I, I sound kind of like I'm old, but I mean, I do it too. I go online and I'll, yeah. I'll watch stuff. Or even if in the middle of a movie, I'll be like, oh man, we should do a video. You know, yeah. um, I'll give you an example. You, you ever heard that show Atlanta with Donald Glover? Oh yeah. Yeah. He had this awesome like trailer for season two where he's just looking at the camera and the world is, like, spinning. And he's falling with the world. And every single time he falls, it's a different background. Oh, he's at a park. Yeah. He's in the street. Yeah. He's inside of some place, whatever, a restaurant. And I was like, yo, we need to do this, like, for church or something, you know? Right. And it's just, you know, um, inspiration has just changed. Like, where when I first started doing videos, man, I had to, like, leave my house. Oh, definitely. You know, or go to... Blockbuster, which a lot of people don't know what that is. But, right, yeah, yeah. So to, kids. you know, yeah, to find yeah. <laughs> like, man, how can I design a cool cover for something? And then right. watch movie covers. Yeah. Movie covers were pretty dope. Now, I, I feel like there's also a lot of, of the same. So, like, if you see a rom-com com, um, cover, oh, they're, yeah. they're practically the same. Practically the same, You know, yeah. there'll be, like, little letters, then a yeah. big word, yeah. and then the guy and the girl hugging or yeah. smiling, and then, boom, there's the rom-com. I think
0: one of the things that drove me crazy in the last couple of years is there was, like, that. It was kind of kicked off a little bit by, like, Sicario and, like, True Detective, but, like, that double exposure kind of look. Oh, that's look. so dope. And it, it is. It's so incredible, <laughs> but what I started noticing <laughs> is, like, there's so many good artists out there yeah. that were being hired to do cool covers for bad movies. Oh, yeah. And that was one of those things where I was like, "This isn't what you know." And I, I remember looking at a movie, being like, "Whoa, the cover for that is so cool." And but then the I word. went like Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't endorse like always getting your your ratings from Rotten Tomatoes. I think if you want to see a movie, go see the movie, you know. Yeah. But, um, but they, for the most part, they're spot on. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> great. And uh, this one was like got like a twenty nine percent, and I'm like, "What?" Well, you Come know what? I
1: I I I know exactly what you mean. There's this movie yeah. on Netflix. The cover. Looks like a Sicario type cover. Oh sure, but it's John Travolta. Oh no! And it's like a straight to like, well they don't call it straight to DVD anymore. They call it oh straight it's
0: like straight to stream. Or yeah, straight like to that?
1: digital, straight yeah. to DVD. it's one of those movies like yeah. the cover looks epic. Yeah, but I'm like I am not gonna open this movie yeah. up. Like dude, it's John Travolta. He's like, yeah. it is not like a big movie, but they do that a lot. They'll you know the the one that I think is infamous for those covers are like Steven Seagal flicks, the new oh, ones. Oh dude, they're yeah. all like. This 450-pound guy that's yeah. usually Taekwondo yeah. <laughs> or whatever, Hapkido. Yeah. It's not was Taekwondo. It's Hapkido. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, man, fake ponytail, dark paint on his head. Yeah. But they do awesome covers for him. I'm like, I wonder who does all these for them, man. Oh, my man. gosh.
0: I'll bet the dude is like, uh, he's just got to be a money pot at this point. Oh, he, yeah. He's got to be endorsing so much of yeah. it just because of what his success that he experienced way mm-hmm. back when like... Because, I mean, he was like big like in the Chuck Norris days. Yeah. When like Chuck Norris was like doing all these like crazy action films. And stuff. But I just feel like maybe he's... If you've got... If you can put that kind of a, a stamp of how much money you're going to put on this movie, you can hire a oh, yeah. stellar designer and then... <laughs> That's a great cover and
1: not a great movie. Yeah, not a great movie. Imagine that, like, because that was the risk that I used to take when I would go to like Blockbuster. I would oh, go yeah. and and like grab a movie because of the cover. People don't
0: appreciate the risk that we had to take back then, man. <laughs> but
1: like, you know what? Also, we yeah. <laughs> we we're not. Uh, I think this next generation is kind of like screwed over because Netflix. You watch a movie that you like, and Netflix will start to like make uh a, a, a playlist for you of movies that are like that yeah. and so you you always see like the movies that you like right whereas back in the day man you had to turn on the TV you had to wait for your movie to yep, come on yep. and then you accidentally yep. would bump into a movie and be like man i like this movie and yep. it becomes your favorite movie it's yeah and, so true. and i don't think that people are going to be able to un- like experience that anymore like oh bro this movie's really good you got to right. watch it yeah. like nah man what what's the Rotten Tomatoes score or Ex- who's yeah, in it exactly. you know back then we yeah. used to make stars because we used to like whatever was on that's, and, right. Um,
0: That's right. My grandmother still to this day has like a subscription of like Reader's Digest, where like oh. in the back has the what's going to be on, like the schedule yeah. on paper. Oh my god! like seven p.m., you know, like Hope Floats on Life Network or whatever <laughs> Lifetime, and yeah. it's just like it's so funny that she still, you know, and she'll or or when growing up when we had to look at the newspaper to go to the the movies, the, like movies. the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that
1: absolutely. It would suck, yeah, because you oh. know. We have to leave the house by a certain time. Like, okay. now, I can just get on Fandango and uh, yep. request my tickets, yep. get, get my chair, everything. And you know if
0: it's sold out. Yeah. Way before you yeah. even get there. I used to yeah. have to go to the movie theater and be like, oh, man, it's sold out. We got to go home. Yep. You know? We, we lived for a little while in Washington. We lived in a really small town. Like, small, like 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. One movie theater, one screen. So it only got select, like, maybe if, let's say, like, at this time there's, like, six big movies out, right? They only really got one. And then it would rotate, it would play for, like, two to three weekends, and then it would rotate out to a new movie. And so, like, if it was something that you wanted to see, you went and saw it. Like, no questions asked. And I remember seeing uh, Shrek 2 came out and Shrek 2 was showing there and I remember going my entire school was there like I mean and it was probably like the parents loved it because the parents just dropped all the kids off at the theater and they're like we're gonna go have pizza yeah. or something mm-hmm. you know and it was just like it was just so funny. Cause Where I was this going, and It was in a small town in Washington south of south of my hometown which is Spokane like mm-hmm. about an hour and a half south we moved there for one year my dad got a job doing accounting there and mm-hmm. it was really quick and then we actually ended up moving here Oh, okay. um, right after that, which it was interesting because of the climate was so... It was south southeast Washington, which actually mm-hmm. um, is that kind of whole area. Um, and south into Oregon is known as the High Desert. Yeah, because yeah. Because it's on the other side of the Cascades, so mm-hmm. it's very dry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, in a sense, maybe prepare me for Arizona. Uh, yeah.
1: But, you <laughs> no, know. growing up, there was a, a movie theater. Like, I grew up in Logan Square, Chicago. Okay. Um, and Logan Square... It was a it was a pretty okay neighborhood when I was growing up. Now it's like an awesome neighborhood. It's like gentrified. Yeah,
0: it's and, yeah. like
1: everything's gentrified and yeah. everything is hipsterville and whatever. You know, nine dollar Fiji bottles. I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but there was coffee a coffee movie coffee theater there. Emotions. There was a movie theater there called the Logan Theater. Okay. Um. Man, thinking about it, what were my parents doing? I was like. 11 12 years old and I would walk by myself around Logan Square yep. to the theater with my brothers or even by myself sometimes yeah uh, but I would always go with my brothers to Logan theater because Logan theater um you would pay three dollars and you can watch a movie that came out like maybe two three weeks ago sure
0: okay at a regular
1: movie theater but yeah. now it's here right so you would have to wait for that movie to come out sure here. or maybe a month before so like yeah I seen Lion King there oh, when okay. I was a kid and yeah. Lion King released. Um, and so we just, if you wanted to go to like the big AMC theaters, right? Um, that was like ten bucks or whatever. Yeah, it is this now. was like
0: a, a discount. Yeah, a this discount was three
1: dollars for sure. They had ushers that wore like the the tuxedos, looked like
0: bellhops. Yeah, they yeah. looked like bellhops.
1: Yeah, the place looked haunted. The floors were <laughs> sticky. Um, there was probably people selling heroin in there. Oh, but sure. we didn't care. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure there was like STDs everywhere. Sure. but we were kids. We didn't care. We were just yeah. watching. You know, we went to go watch movies for cheap. Yeah. um, And now, like, come to think of it, now that's, like, the new thing. Um, The Alamo Draft House. That's what they do. They put on old movies. Yep. You know, where that was ghetto for us. Like, oh, you're going to go over there and watch a movie that we can watch on HBO? Right, yeah, But it was like, no, because we want to go see the movie and have an experience and the whole thing. But I I saw Lion King there. For some reason, two movies pop up. Lion King and this movie called, I think it's called Payback with Mel Gibson. It's like somebody stole his son or kidnapped his son and then he... He killed yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like taken. Which he had
0: he had a number of those movies <laughs> where he was trying to I don't know, man, those guys are so funny to me because like I'm I'm convinced that they must be and uh, like and I know this is Nicolas Cage's story because it's happened so many times. So he's constantly bankrupt. Oh yeah. And so he just does the cheapest movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel well, maybe not Mel Gibson, because he's had a pretty I mean he's had a pretty rad career. But I mean yeah. for the most part I feel like these guys like uh uh who's he? Bruce Willis has been doing a lot of Netflix yeah. movies, like straight to stream and, and not good when like oh no like there's
1: a difference between his Netflix deal and like Will Smith's Netflix deal. Right. You know, like yeah they make a big deal out of a net Will Smith movie. Yeah. But Bruce Willis, you're right.
0: It just happens and you're like, Oh Bruce is in another movie, cool. Yeah. You know? yeah it's oh those, man those guys, it's i so don't i
1: don't shit. know and growing up i felt like we had a lot more of those type of actors like action like mel gibson oh, yeah. bruce willis Oh yeah. um we had a lot we had yeah. John claude and then so yeah. you know steven seagal mm-hmm. now it's like the rock yeah and every, that's it yeah <laughs> you know like the that's rock, it yeah the rock got everybody yep. um or jason statham maybe but Ooh, statham mm,
0: man statham <laughs> i love like the uh like, the trivia of his, like... His, his, he has, like, 40 movies he've done, he's done that are one-word titles. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? Crash. He has Yeah. He has, he has Crash. He has, like... Uh, uh, um, this transporter? Safe. Redemption. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 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 like, I'm sure there's going to be people listening that are like, oh, they're shouting out the music. <laughs> yeah. But if you look up his, like... It's, like, one to two words. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, his roles in, like, The Fast and the Furious. But, yeah. like, The Bank Job... Wild Card, which was a uh, Was, that a, was that transporter, a Clint East- yeah, the transporter,
1: transporter All 1, three of them, 2,
0: 3. yeah, yeah, one, two, three, um, yeah, but just
1: which well, he's, he's he's the two, reason why I felt like I want to wear a suit and like oh, I feel yeah. like the coolest guy in the world, just kills it,
0: makes it look so casual, <laughs> makes it look like it should be every day, it's yeah.
1: Like, I was really yeah. disappointed when they made the Hitman movie and he wasn't Hitman, I don't know why, I didn't even think about that, but you're right, yeah, because I'm like, dude, Jason Statham, yeah, bald
0: seven a you know you know what's so funny about the, those movies too is like there's so much fandom behind them because mm-hmm. of the like the video games right that like it's almost like no one will ever be happy with no. the hitman choice like mm-hmm. not at least like not everyone you know what i mean like mm-hmm. no one's going to be because i heard the last one just agent 47 like just I never even
1: yeah.
0: like, no. And then Timothy Oliphant, who is, I think, a great actor, but, like, it was a weird choice. Yeah. Which is the, the Hitman movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, who knows. Maybe it was, also, it was, like, he was played by, his voice was the, um, like, the Kill Bill movies? The guy that played Bill, oh, like, um, uh, it was his brother that plays the voice. Yeah, because Kill Bill, that dude games. died, right? Yeah, I kind of died. Uh, yeah. I mean, in a um, really epic way. But I'm, yeah, he yeah. if mean, <laughs> really, you yeah. yep, want to call it epic. Epic. <laughs> um,
1: um, wow, so he has a brother... I didn't even know he had a, a brother. Yeah, he had.
0: A, uh, I'm blanking on his name too. The fans are gonna be so mad. I know. Because he has a very interesting last name that I'm totally
1: blanking. On. Well, well, Kill Bill had yeah. a in the, um, a really cool voice. Like it was really deep. Um, man, I'm, I'm yeah, and that's and that's and that, that, that. His I think brother why sounds like them because a Because It has
0: this very brooding to, sort of mm-hmm. like deep, kind of unemotional. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's one of the Hitman characteristics that people love about him is he's right. entirely unemotional. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why. Almost in a sense, like, a movie will never, I don't think, ever do it justice. It yeah. may, maybe it could be, like, a show. Like, yeah. if you did a series, would be kind of cool. Because yeah. I think in a movie, like, there has to be a certain level of emotion for it to be good, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, that could Well, with you it, yeah.
1: being, like, a designer and stuff, and I was talking about me picking movies just because of how they look. Sure. Do you uh, nitpick, movie, or, or nitpick fonts that movies use? Dude.
0: More than anyone else, probably. I mean, I can't. I can't say that for certain. But I think even back in like the blockbuster days, mm-hmm. and just in general, like I love fonts and typefaces mm-hmm. so much that yeah, I nitpick them all day long. Like all, even when it's really funny. Like for the most part, all um, like uh, even when you know stuff at church or stuff at <laughs> stuff on TV or whatever. Like all the credits will come up for some show. And I'll look at my wife and be like, oh, that's, you know, what, like the show, the the most notable one is the show Billions, if anyone's seen the branding. That whole show is done with the same typeface. It's called Knockout. Yeah. It's the same, it's different, different weights and stuff like that. Um, and what I like about Knockout is because it's named Knockout, (laughs) you know how you have like, uh, like bold, black, heavy, thin, all of theirs are junior weight, phantom weight, Uh, heavy weight. Like, it's so cool. It's it's really cool the way they do it. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's, I, I nitpick like crazy.
1: Yeah, because um, I, um, I remember we, we I, I told you, I'm like, man, I saw this SNL, um, like digital short or whatever, uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, papyrus, papyrus, yeah. papyrus, and I'm like, yes. this is Sam Paul right Dude, here.
0: <laughs> it is, I have, I, yeah, that to me, I don't even know when it, I think it just because it was so over, I mean, the, the, the number one reason that it's so hated is because it was so overused. People yeah. just thought it was so cool. When it came out, but it's the same with, like, there's, like, the three, pretty much the the ones that everyone, or four, actually, mm-hmm. is Papyrus, Hobo, Cracked, and, um, Comic sans. Cracked. Cracked is, like, the whole font just has little cracks in yeah. it. Yeah. And people love it. But people use it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The movie, um, what was the movie that, oh, man, I th- I'm fairly certain it was Bruce Willis and Kevin Hart was the movie.
1: Oh, um, Yeah.
0: Dude, oh, that is that font. Yeah, dude. And the whole, all the credits, everything was done with crack. And that's not even an old movie. And mm-hmm. to me, I was like, I saw it and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. I was like, who, you know, and it, I totally agree with Ryan Gosling. Like, the, the Avatar font totally is popular They didn't even change it. No, they didn't. they didn't even do anything. They didn't do any. They altered it. Like, it's so funny in the digital short. The guy's like, this was the starting point, but they clearly modified it. Mm. And they modified it a little bit, but it's like... It's no. still papyrus. It's still papyrus. Like it's still it's
1: David Carradine. There you go. David Carradine. I, so I was it was killing his, me. It was it, cool. was
0: it was like Bill Carradine or yeah. something like that as his brother, Keith or um, something like that. And Keith they, or
1: Robert Carradine. Okay, yeah, it was one of those guys. Yeah, and they they
0: were the hitman voice. But yeah, no, I those fonts, man. I've even told my students, I'm like, don't just don't. Like, I don't want to, I was like, I don't want to have to ask you to leave my Mm -hmm. class. So don't use those fonts. Like, they're just, they're not okay. And I actually had one student use them uh, because he didn't, and it just, like, it goes back to, like, they're new. They don't get it yet. Mm. He did a travel brochure for Ireland. And Mm. so he thought, like, oh, this is Celtic and, you know, whatever. Uh. (laughs) And I I just sat down and I said, look, I understand where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. But I was like, if you want to use this for, like, a headline, It's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't use it for body copy because it looks horrible. Like it just, and all that stuff when it's at a smaller weight, like it just loses its quality. Other, especially if it's like, let's say your, your paper is black and your type is white. It's going to get choked out because there's the weak points in the, in the letters and stuff like that. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, I am.
1: Well, whenever I make anything and I post it on Instagram or something, I'm like, yeah, Sam is going to see this and he's going to judge the life out of it. And I'm alright with it. <laughs> I'm like I'm, really? But I'm like yeah. I, I don't know. Like yeah. so do these movie houses, do you know if they like for movies or for like titles, do you think a lot of them just grab font and then just make it? Or like do some of these like create actual like this is a, a legit customized font?
0: You know, from what I've seen recently mm-hmm. that it's it's all been text. It's like all it's all been, all been in pre made fonts. I think if there's You've got movies like, um, like if you've got big sagas, like obviously Star Wars, that's a, that's a basically a logo type is what yeah. you call that. Um, and then also like any of the subsidiary fonts that they, are the, yeah, the subsidiary fonts they mm-hmm. use is called, um, ITC International Type Company, Big Serif is what it's called, uh-huh. which is like what they do all of the like Rogue One and,
1: oh. um, you know,
0: all, well actually no, Rogue One is, I think that's still Trajan, but they use for like, um. On any of the new, like, the new trailer that just came out, uh-huh. that's Big Serif. That's what that type yeah. is called. Dude, you um, talk about fonts like people talk about Jordans. Oh, dude. I Yeah. And <laughs> and for me, like, it, it gets me excited, too, because I'll be like, oh, like, I can tell, like, the big ones right now are, like, Gotham is the huge one. That one's, like, yeah. taking over. Like It's more than Helvetica, I think they said, like, Oh in the yeah. last couple of years.
1: It looks um, so cool. It does. Yeah. It's a
0: fantastic, fantastic font type base. The first time I ever actually saw it, was um, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That was the mm-hmm. first one I ever saw it used on. That movie was so and, cool, man. Um, so creative. So yeah. And I think it was the M. For me, it was the letter M in the typeface because it it has the two, um, basically the two, you know, the two edges of the M, and then I'm blanking on all my typography vocabulary. My mm-hmm. teachers would be ashamed, but the middle part of the M doesn't come all the way to the bottom of yeah. the, the the line, and that to me was like, "Ooh, that's cool!" Like that, yeah. it's just a little tweak, but it looks so much more professional and clean. And I don't know, I just they love didn't. That, uh,
1: Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, like was was taking a class on typography and creating it. Um, and I think that some of the, like, the fonts that he made, made it to, like, Apple or whatever. Because, that's like, not
0: surprising. Because, like, the yeah. thing
1: is, like, we take it for granted. Like, okay, these are the fonts that are preloaded to your yeah. computer. But somebody had to, like, hand make them at yeah. one point. Yeah. Like, dude, that's so nuts. It's,
0: yeah, it's insane. Especially to... On, like, Illustrator or Photoshop, you can turn those t- that text into graphic elements, and you can look at the anchor points, so you can see, actually, like, the detail that went into it. Oh, my god! Um, and be able to, like, look at, you know, how many anchor points it takes to make a perfect circle, uh-huh. and, like, you know, which, at a minimum, is four, but for the most part, no... O in any font is a perfect circle. There's always a little bit of differentiation from that. I mean, there's a few out there that are close. Like, Gotham is actually very close to a perfect circle. A lot of Art Deco fonts are a lot of very, like, the big, bold Mm -hmm. circle, which that, to me, has always been, like, a little out there, but...
1: Well, look, I remember our very first conversation ever. It was in February of 2016. Wow. Okay. Yeah. um, Because I came to Arizona to visit. Oh, okay. And... um,
0: that was before I was married, man. That seems, that's even yeah, that's weird. That's before. weird. We
1: were at we were at church and um Kanye had released the cover art to the oh, life of Pablo no. and you were losing your mind. I was,
0: man. Like I, like
1: who got paid for this?
0: Absolutely. You
1: know? Yeah. And,
0: and what's so unfortunate is you have these people in the public's eye that are seen as trendsetters, and right. I put air quotes over that, um, because they will do something, whether it's good or bad, people will blindly follow. And yeah. I think that's that's an unfortunate thing, because to me, when I see, I mean, if you want to, anyone who's listening can Google the cover, Life of Pablo, and what it has is it has, it's orange. It's with orange. black text. I believe it's like Helvetica medium. <laughs> and it's like... And it says Life of Pablo, like, what, 85 times? And it's just like, and and, then, but it's like not perfectly lined oh, up. Oh, no. It's not, it's it, it kind of almost staggered. And then there's just an image that, like, it's just a family well, it's, or it's, something? It's,
1: or a... it, at the beginning, it was something like that. It was like him yeah. when he was a kid. Yeah. But, the, but the the cover that made it was, uh, I think it was his mom's wedding and or something like that. There was like a wedding on the top. And then on the bottom, it was an Instagram model, like, showing her butt. And uh, Kim Kardashian actually like chose that picture for it. And then yeah, it just says the life of Pablo. <laughs> and, Gosh. Um but then it just became like a phenomenon. Yeah, then, then it now did. now it did. Now, it, now it's like that you're right, that's like the yeah. wave, like uh, It's like accepted. It's well, just like yeah. here it is, this is what's like, happening. Like yeah. not exactly like in that same font, but it's just kinda like in that same vein. So like yeah. For instance, uh, uh, Travis Scott, he's another rapper that's also part of Kanye's family. Sure. He came out with, like, merch for his um, World stuff. And it's just, like, messy, whatever just looks like chicken scratch. But this is the thing. Like, you're right, like a Basquiat. Like, if you look at Basquiat, like, did he think he was Basquiat? You know, like, did he think, like, man, my stuff is going to become legendary? And I feel like they're trying to get that vein, but, like, Basquiat didn't see the way that we see his artwork. Like, no. oh, it's a bunch of mess. Right. To him, it was like this is organized. This is exactly how I picture whatever yeah. my self portrait or whatever. Yeah. Bro, that his his painting like was the most expensive oh, yeah. painting is sold at like thirty million dollars or yeah, something I'm like sure. that. At Barney's yeah. some billionaire I'm guy sure. bought it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, when he was alive, I don't think anybody saw his work as no, I, expensive. No, I don't think,
0: in a sense, I think it's like underappreciated at, at the time. But I think that, I think unfortunately, and I, I pitched this idea, and this is genuinely my own opinion. If it's not shared, it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. But this artwork that I, or so-called artwork, that's being kind of like trending right now, if if you will, is to me, it looks like, um, and we kind of, we've, you know, we've talked about a little bit of like the millennial generation, mm-hmm. this, this idea that like there was a whole generation that was just kind of like never really critiqued because they just couldn't handle it or yeah. like, who knows the previous generation just didn't want to put the time into critiquing us. Right. But I think that artwork is a product of artistic people who were just never critiqued. Like, yeah. and I think it's so helpful to have constructive criticism in your life. Oh, to yeah. Go, and not necessarily to, like, hurt you or tear you down, but to go, like, hey, you know what? You have the potential to keep getting better. And just, and just that,
1: But then that's yeah. the thing. You have those new type of people that is like, well, what's better? What you think is better? Right. Because I think, you know, hey, man, there's some times that I look through Instagram, and everybody, I, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, people want to be creative so oh, bad. they do. They do. Where it's, like, it's just cringy a little bit it sometimes is. where I'm like, yeah. this is not creative. This is just not good. Yeah. And, like what there's like a fine line and it's Mm -hmm. very fine because for real there might be some stuff that we might look at and be like this is horrible
0: yeah
1: and but if they did it a little bit different it's like genius level it's like i think of um that comedian um man on the moon that jim oh andy kaufman Kaufman. yeah you know like from the surface you might be like oh this guy's a horrible comedian but it was really a genius thing that he was doing it was like on purpose yeah where nowadays people are like, no, like, I'm good and I get a volunteer award or I get a yeah. participation right. trophy. Yep. It's like, no, man, like, there's just some things that are good and not good. Yeah. And that's it. And, yeah. um, I mean, you could see it with music. These rappers, they don't even have talent now. Right. But it's, yeah. come on, man, everybody has right. a gift to do this. Like, no.
0: Yeah. And I think it, it's it's really interesting, too, because, like, there's – there just is a lot of, I think it's, I think a leading cause of it is because, like, now it's so easy to just be able to, like, open your phone, go to Instagram, go to Twitter, whatever, and see that celebrity that you love who's killing it right now. But we don't ever see, like, the work. The like work behind it. We don't see, we just right. look at it. And I think that's a lot of, like, and we, we talk about this because we're in the ministry world, but we talk about, like, these kind of these, you know, big, well-known pastors. And a lot of people see that, and they see, like, the, the lifestyle, the fame of yeah. it. And they go, I want that but you want it for all the wrong reasons. Right. You want it for the platform, you want it to be you want it to be seen, you want it to be heard. You want to, and and to be honest like you probably don't really have much to say. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And so I think I actually had my buddy Zoran um, Zorn on here recently and one of the things like that we were saying that like you don't um, like it, it, it's building the stage before being on the stage mm. in, in a sense and you'd, we don't see like the uh, well, it was, this was what he said he said a lot of times when we see great people who have done great things there's a giant price of monotony they had to pay oh. behind the scenes that no one will ever know <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's like, we just don't, we don't see that anymore.
1: Well, I always show people the picture of Jeff Bezos in like 1997 or 96. It's in his office. It's in his office and it says Amazon like spray painted.
0: Spray painted on a sheet. Right, but I tell
1: them, I said, you look at this picture and you're like, oh, that's such a humble beginning. Yeah, this is five years after his company started. Yeah. Like you don't see that. This guy had been doing this at that point for five years and he was still stuck in that little office. Um, But people don't want to do that anymore they don't want to be stuck in that little office right they want to how can i go viral how can i um, exactly you know yeah,
0: yeah. How, how can, can i get b- this overnight
1: yeah why why yeah. why Why is not nobody liking my picture and then they find their value in it and then they give up before yeah. they can you know and yeah. because there has been those cases of people that have lucked out yeah. um i think about like t-pain t-pain got sure. famous over myspace yeah. He made a song on MySpace, and then people started following him. Yeah. Soldier Boy, he made a dance. Yeah. And, and people are like, that's what I want. Yeah. You know, they cut corners. and But at the same time, like, these guys were hustling, you know, and yeah. you don't know the other stuff that they were probably doing, selling CDs off of trunks and, yeah. you know, paying for studio time and doing all this stuff. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm going to go and go to my friend's house. He has a little MacBook. We're going to become stars. And it's like, man, sometimes it's not that, you know, you're not built for this. They see a Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. And they're like, oh, man, I want that. I want the fame or I want to be on there. And I want to preach at his church one day. But, you don't know, like that guy was willing, ready to give up at one point. You know, there was people people that did not believe in him. He talks about times that, like, he would uh, throw, like, events and, like, barely people would come. or You know, and it's like... Come on, like, yeah. you know. You um, don't see the
0: background anymore.
1: Because it's just, yeah. everything's immediate now. Yeah. Everything is like, I just want my things now. Yeah. Um Life's too short. Like, these are the things yeah. that people say. Life's too short. And, yeah. man, but somebody had to start doing it somewhere. And and they had to struggle. And, yeah. you know, it's just like going back to, like, the fonts. Somebody had to hand draw those. Yeah. And now you just <laughs> slap them yeah. on a and shirt. And you can and slap them on and, yeah. and, and smear them and make them look like. Yeah. Kanye's design yeah. because I wanted him you know uh, it's funny because uh I just took some of my son my son is four oh, yeah. and I took some of his like quote unquote artwork that he does yeah. like on, on on paper and I scanned it and I put it in Photoshop and I made a shirt with it for his birthday Yeah, and it looks like an World shirt and of people were like oh man this looks this is he you know this is this I'm like this is my son's piece of paper and he wrote his name you know and he draws characters it's like
0: jackson pollock almost it's just splatter paint and he's making millions of dollars off it and you're like nah, this is my kids artwork bro we should do
1: like we should do like a, a an experiment like take my son's artwork yeah put it like on a canvas and go around and tell people like this was a 37 year old uh you know, I'm a 37-year-old guy that drew this. They're yeah. going to be like, oh, my God, I feel your pain oh, in this wow. artwork. Yep. Like, yeah, my must son. has gone through
0: some stuff. I yeah. feel like we have a lot of things in common. I'm feeling a lot of things. Like, and then, just, and then oh at the God.
1: end, tell them, like, no, my son just was drawing the Grinch, man. Yeah.
0: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It'd be like the whole, like, the Joaquin Phoenix thing where he, like, pretended to, like, lose his mind for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, the, uh, yeah. what was that movie called? I'm not hearing uh, anymore or something like I'm that. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah,
0: because he was, like, it was when he kind of... Um, admitted that it was all, you know, it was, it was fake. What do
1: you think about the Joker movie he's going to be in? Have you seen the trailers? You know, though?
0: man, I've seen the trailers for it, and I just, I, I, I think he's so talented. I think he's a great actor, and I, I think it'll be a solid movie. I just don't really get it. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Is it like a pre? It's a prequel. No, it's so not like even that. a prequel. It's like a standalone. Like it's it's as if in it's like in a in a. This is the way my little brother describes it, and he's like my little brother's like he loves all that stuff, like yeah. the whole the DC, whole DC yeah. Marvel world, loves all yeah. that stuff. And one of the things he was telling me is, I was like, I asked him, I was like, I just don't get it. Like, what's the mm-hmm. you know what's the deal behind it? And he's like, oh, it's like if Joker basically was kind of like in his own universe in a sense. Like he didn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't really having to deal with Batman. He wasn't kind of. And I just was thinking, of, I was like, then kind of, what's the point? We're yeah, because Batman was like know? a little kid in the movie.
1: Yeah, um, so it's,
0: to me, I just, I like, I think it'll be an interesting movie, but I just, I have to origin. see it to understand it.
1: Same here. Yeah. I feel like DC, and I'm not a big, like, I don't know details. I don't know, like, oh, yeah, dude, Colossus will kill. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff, but you know. But I did think that 10 years ago, DC was killing the game when it came to movies. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, Iron Man just came out, like the first Iron Man 10 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. But Christopher Nolan had mm-hmm, the DC had Batman. Yeah. And Batman. I think DC or whoever was in charge of that messed up by letting him go. Yeah. Because. Well, I
0: think he had. I honestly think he had said he wanted to be done. Like, I think. Because there wanted, was no more
1: Heath Ledger or something, or no?
0: I don't know if it was that. I think it was the. I think maybe it was just like they planned a trilogy. And, and it was. A, I think also. Um, I think. Uh, Bale? I think Bale said he wanted to be done, too. Oh, Because yeah. that's... I think that's that's another one of those things. We don't... I don't think we think about, like, the sacrifice that goes into, like, oh, yeah. being a character like that. Because like, they can pigeonhole you. Oh, yeah. Even, like, Daniel Craig. Like, he's kind of, like... He's done being Bond. Like, he's mm-hmm. he said he's going to do one more and he's out. Which is probably already done. Yeah. It's probably post-production at this point. Yeah.
1: But, well, um, and they're thinking about having... Idris Elba be the next. I time. heard
0: that was like on the table. Uh-huh. My only thing with that, and no, it has nothing to do with his skin color.
1: For is, me, it doesn't.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's yeah right now. Um, my thing with that is like I think he's incredible, but isn't he like 52, 53 Yeah, he's maybe already he's, older. It's he could do maybe maybe one, and it would. Yeah, be you're right. I heard that it was um, from my buddy Kevin. Could be wrong. Um, that they were thinking about so Black Panther, the movie Black Panther, mm. the neighboring tribe, like in that movie, like this yeah. the kind of the big broad. The big black beat, guy yeah, yeah, that, yeah. In that I can't remember. He's in um, us, us. The new. Mm-hmm. There was PO- little talk of him because he is a he's he's, he's British, British too. British, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that would be an interesting. Spin.
1: Because you know you're right. Like James Bond, I've always thought of older guys because sure. they're old now. Like yes. Sean Connery,
0: when, when he was, he was like, young, like eighty six now, and
1: he was young when yeah. he was doing you know Double O Seven. Yeah, those are just big franchises, man. Like Absolutely. I don't know, I don't, yeah. I, and and I don't, you know, want you to be like. But if, as for me, I'm yeah. like. I don't know, like, for me, there's just some things that I'm like, things shouldn't, you know, I don't know, like, you can't just change up who the person is, you know, like, sure, you know, yeah, you're right, he is British, yeah. But like 007 is a white guy to be. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like Santa Claus is a white guy. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. Right. And then, then it's like, no, Santa Claus could be his man, he could be whatever he wants. Right. Yeah, but yeah. he's not. You yeah. know, it's just like in a hundred years are people gonna be like Michael Jordan could be played by a white guy in a movie. <laughs> like, no, he cannot. It has right. to be a black guy in it's yeah. bald, you know? Yeah. Um so <laughs> I think those liberties, man, they because it just kind of takes it takes away from like the authenticity of you oh, know, sure. like Michael B. Jordan played um uh, the The Human Torch in one of the fa- Fantastic Four yeah. movies. And I'm like, but that wasn't the case, you know? It was, right. it was four white people, you know? Yeah. and um, Yeah, like Black Panther is played by Jackie Chan. It won't work. It wouldn't work, it wouldn't work yeah. man, you know? Um, Interesting spin, but wouldn't work. Yeah, no, and, and, but going back, like I felt like Christopher Nolan, man, he did, he made He's everything phenomenal. so believable. He's phenomenal. Like, it made it seem like Batman could really exist. Yeah. And, like, this guy, Heath Ledger's Joker... That guy was a real person that went yeah. nuts, yeah. and there wasn't no, like, powers involved. It was right. just, this guy went nuts, and he had, like, the scientific terms of how this can happen. Right. And I just felt like that was amazing. Yeah, um, I, I remember then,
0: my, my, on that, at the same thought, my dad, I was originally talking with him about it, because he loved the, the Dark Knight series mm-hmm. as well. But one of the things he mentioned that he was so different from the like the the old batmans and why it, totally the 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 Nolan movies being more believable mm-hmm. is that there were situations that were like in a sense bigger and or out of batman's control like mm-hmm. out of bruce wayne's control mm-hmm. but in like you look at like the Adam West 1960s batman <laughs> movie it was like it was just like I'm gonna roll in and punch, punch, pow! Punch, punch, you know, pow. situation taken care of.
1: Carry the big cherry bomb. Exactly. Run out of the cave yeah. and it's over. Yeah. yeah. Throw it into my motion. red
0: phone, you know, like all, And so, like, yeah, there were there were things that I think that it had to be that I think Nolan was like, if I'm gonna do this, like, yeah. it's gonna look and feel like it could really be reality. Yeah. And I think that's that's super cool.
1: But you know what? Despite. Um, how great those movies were. I guess just because I grew up, I was a kid in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, if you tell me, who's Batman? Right. I'll say Michael Keaton. Oh, sure. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, even though I think Christian Bale was the great, like, one of the yeah. greatest Batmans, oh, so, I would say yeah. Michael Keaton, and maybe your dad would say uh, Adam West, you know, oh, or somebody would say no. Adam West, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I just feel like it's, it's one of those things, you know, we're, we're coming to an end of an era where... If you say Iron Man, you think of Robert Downey Jr. Right? You know. Oh, absolutely. Which in five, ten years, uh, they might not say that. Right. You know, it's, it's it's like I feel like one of those Jordan Lebron talks. Like who's the greatest basketball player? Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's gonna be Jordan, but this next generation is just gonna be all Lebron. Oh, it is absolutely. Yeah. And I think
0: that's one of those things that I, I just think like that generation is so. And nothing against Michael, he's. One of the greatest of all time. Right. And so is LeBron, and so I think like there is that that like that generation I think is just holding on mm-hmm. to the past relevancy of Michael Jordan. Like right. he's, I mean, he's still alive, still doing what he does, but yeah. like it's just like just let it go. It's okay. Yeah. It's, okay. it's all right. Yeah, it's you
1: okay. know, like to me, yeah. I'm a, I'm from Chicago, sure. so like it'll be like to a fault where I'll be like he's the greatest. Yeah, I don't care. So, of course, he's the gra- It's it's yeah. um. They ask Mike Tyson all the time, who's the greatest boxer, and he'll say Muhammad Ali. Sure. They're like, okay, but statistically, you would beat Muhammad Ali. Right. And he says, no. I, yeah. I grew up knowing that Muhammad Ali is the greatest, so I would lose against him. And right. he'll say it with so much conviction. Yeah. And it's just like people from before our generation... Uh, you know, before the Jordan thing, mm-hmm. they will say like uh Magic Johnson or Bill Russell sure. or yeah, you know whoever yeah, um and they'll die with that you Absolutely. know they'll you know and I feel the,
0: like the, their dying day yeah, yeah we're gonna just we're gonna
1: revere Jordan and that's yeah. that's it And yeah. it's all right
0: and then yeah. people will bring in the whole like well Michael had more humility or like all this <laughs> and I'm just like God stop. Like just it's okay. Like it's okay. It's yeah, okay. It's all right. No, like, yeah. Two guys were born and they both kill at a different sport or the same sport and they were born at different times. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> like it's okay. Yeah, they had different
1: tools to their, you know. Um like LeBron, he has more tools than Jordan had at the time. It was yeah, I don't know, it's just it's just so weird, man. Yeah. It's just so weird.
0: I, I heard know. that his um like I was on, I think it was on trending on Twitter, it was saying like at LeBron's school that he started it's Are like you killing it it's like, killing, it. killing it which is so cool well I will say yeah. this
1: the debate of Jordan and LeBron being the greatest that's up for debate for me sure. there's no debate like uh, for me being a, like judgmental yeah LeBron is a better human being by far <laughs> you know like there is no scandal with him and his wife or right. him having different babies from different people or divorces right. like this guy has been with one person He's starting and opening up schools. He's trying to like look out for his community. Yeah. Michael Jordan was golfing when I was a kid. Right. <laughs> that was it's it. True. You know, he yeah, was golfing. True. He had a yeah. big cigar in his mouth. And yeah. that was Jordan for me. Yeah. Um and he kind of showed you the life that you wanted. Where LeBron is like, yeah. I'm making it, but I'm putting people really? on with me. Yeah. You know, my best friends, they're gonna be running my companies. Um, I'm opening up schools, I'm starting pre- like I'm you know, he's starting he moved to California like do stuff in Hollywood. Sure. You know, like to cement himself into Hollywood. Yeah. And he's just hiring people and he's just, he's like a, a I feel like he's like a better businessman. Is becoming know? a mogul in a sense. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. a mogul. He's like yeah. more than just basketball. Yeah, he's
0: got, he's just full of ambition. Yeah. That's kind of what I've noticed about yeah. him. He just because I want to stop.
1: hated LeBron with a passion passion. Oh really? Like I hated him with a passion mm-hmm. in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten when he went to when they we went to Miami. Oh sure. Um just because he teased coming to Chicago oh, and then when he, he said I'm going to South Beach that moment like made me hate him. Like I, sure. I would get emotional like yeah. I, I wish this guy would get injured and he had to retire like that's how bad I wanted him to lose Um, and then when I started to see the things that he did and then humbling himself going back to Cleveland winning a championship for them I'm like yo okay this guy's a pretty good person I have to respect this dude Um, but you know yeah well me
0: being from Seattle I still I pray I pray (laughs) desolation over the Oklahoma City (laughs) Thunder every year always and I don't even watch basketball but I just am like I just want them to be the worst (laughs) Like I just want you to be awful. Although I'm pretty stoked that um, in the next year we get, or I think it's the next two years, mm-hmm. we get a hockey team again, which is oh, pretty really? sweet. Um, haven't they haven't been named yet? I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think they did say that Adam is it Adam? I think Adam S- Silver is like the mm-hmm. CEO of the NBA or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. his title is, chairman mm-hmm. or I don't know. Yeah. He was saying that if anyone, the next team that anyone gets will be a Seattle team, um, but that was yeah the Seattle SuperSonics. See man Gary
1: Payton all that yeah. and then they just moved yeah. him to Oklahoma City yeah like, that's crazy
0: yeah and I think it was they moved him I think in like Kevin Durant's like rookie season or, or yeah because he was a Super for, like one, one year or something and like then that. the next yeah. year they were the yeah.
1: man. Oh, so, man, you're right. Like, yeah,
0: it hurts, man. It still hurts. Like, yeah.
1: to wake up tomorrow and then find out there's no more Chicago Bulls. They're the New Jersey Bulls. You'd be yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You yeah. know, like all your
0: yeah. hopes. did they move them like a state away. A the state Indiana. away?
1: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, Indiana Bulls. There's no more Pacers. It's the Indiana Bulls, guys. We, we've we absorbed all of them together. Yeah. You know, oh, man. Yeah, that we must rushed. be heartbreaking. Yeah. So I'm wondering what happened to the arena there. What do they use it for now? Oh Nothing.
0: man, I'm gonna be. I oh people are gonna be so upset with me that I don't even know. I know they, the Mariners, mm-hmm. they built a new stadium for them, and mm-hmm. we the Superdome was originally what they were in, and they blew it up. Like they blew. There's you can watch the video footage. It's crazy. Like what? they 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 demolished it. Uh-huh. Um, I think it honestly. I want to say it came up on the Seahawks page on Instagram that it was like just hit the 20 year anniversary of it like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but they show like it's just like pop 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 pop, oh. pop and the thing just falls in on itself. It's crazy. Man, I can imagine um, people
1: going nuts for that though. But like,
0: I genuinely can't even remember where they, where they would play. Where they would? It wasn't. Maybe it was in the Superdome, and they did. not No, nah, that wouldn't make sense. Mm. I don't know. People, I'm sure Seattle natives hate me right now, but. Um, I'll have to. We'll have to look that up. But I really
1: wonder, like, how the city felt. You know, oh, dude, like, I it can't must have even been like imagine. morning.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: <laughs> and then on top of that, losing the losing the team, but losing yeah. like
0: stars like yeah. Kevin Durant, yeah, and then Russell Westbrook would have, to, you know. Um, yeah. And it's also like we have on record the loudest fans in the world. Really? Yeah. The the. The um the Marshawn Lynch the earthquake run oh yeah, yeah that's what they call it when he when we scored a touchdown against the Saints like in the NFC Championship like mm-hmm. in twenty oh five twenty oh six twenty oh four well it was it would have been the year we played the um the Steelers in the Super Bowl so it was like 05, 06, yeah 04, 06, 05, 06. anyway um, but he yeah there was like a play that looked like it blew up and then he popped out of the you know like the the mix the like meets. he always did. And he ran a touchdown, and people were so loud and so jumpy that it caused an earthquake in Seattle. Like or Whoa. like it registered, it registered as an earthquake,
1: like an actual. And so they
0: yeah, they call it the they call it the, the Beast Quake. That's what they call it because he was known as beast mode. So they call him. Beast Bro, quake.
1: imagine that. Yeah. Imagine like I want that on my tombstone. You yeah. know? Like yep. I did that.
0: Yep. And then consistently every year in um, Century Link Field um, is uh, like it the the loudest. Like we break the Guinness record decibel level every year. Wow. Every year at a Seahawks game. And it's like nearly impossible to get tickets. They're always sold out. Like every game, it's insane. It's wow. insane, man. And mm-hmm. and I mean and and you know it's it's God's country and God's team. Um, God's you know, country. And God's team. <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I love that joke. But mm-hmm. no, man. That's it's it's crazy to think that like that's. You Would know? you ever
1: consider going there? Like. Goodbye.
0: So we we kind of toyed with the idea a little bit because we have family there. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife and I, but it's like second highest cost of living in the country dude tell dude, me about it it's insane i think well maybe it's like third cuz i think you probably have manhattan then san francisco then seattle like it's it's insane
1: and it's i wonder like is it just because like tech companies are there or like san francisco i know and then
0: it's a big it's a lot of that like there's so many headquarters there like company headquarters Wait, like obviously microsoft is there cuz bill gates is there yeah um, ex- jeff bezos doesn't he live in like amazon's there Oh, my um, gosh. Amazon is there. Expedia, that's a random one, but I know that from from job applications. applications. But uh, mm-hmm. Boeing, Boeing's there. Oh. Um, dude, it's, yeah, it's crazy. So there's a lot of, I don't know if what the, what the, I mean, maybe it's the, the draw of the West Coast, I guess. Um, and I, I thought
1: Chicago was expensive. And then I'm finding out, like, it no. It is,
0: but not, the, yeah, not mm-hmm. like that. No, it's crazy, man. The so. place that I'm
1: finding out that is very expensive, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of people that come to Arizona from there, is Hawaii. Oh
0: yeah, like because everything has to be in there. Everything has to be brought in, like food. You know, like we, Kevin and Bailey, are really good friends who just went there on vacation. They said like, d- like if you go out for a nice dinner on a date, like don't expect to spend less than fifty dollars, like on a wow. on a date night, and it like and more if you're gonna get drinks because yeah. it's just like everything, you, you got, everything has in. to be brought in. A yeah, car has to be part.
1: flown in. Everything. Yep. They, um, yeah. My boss, she, she moved from Hawaii. and She's like. A gallon of milk was like seven bucks or something like that. Dude, I'm like, dude, what? And the thing is, you're you're on a floating volcano. That's not even land. That's like that thing is about to right. bust yeah. any time. Oh no! Nah. I
0: you're living literally on borrowed time. <laughs> yeah, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely. paradise.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's so funny, man. Oh man. But yeah, no. It's it is just the cost of living there is just nuts. So we, I mean, but with my family there, we travel there probably two times a year, just to go... We try to go at least once in the summer because that's where... It's really funny. Like, no one leaves... Who lives in Seattle? No one leaves during the summer because it's the most beautiful time. The clouds go away. It's sunny, and it only gets to... I mean, it's coastal, so it only really gets to... um, close to 100 but not n- 90s I mean for the most part and it's what I th- it's I, I always heard that it would rain there it's it's really rainy but actually that is um, people kind of like that it's an over exaggeration right? oh, okay. it it does rain and it is cloudy but like it has it has a, a large number of sunny days too yeah. but actually just up the coast away ways there is a town called Forks Forks mm-hmm. Washington mm-hmm. it's the rainiest place in I believe the country like on on statistic wow uh, I think it's the rainiest place and it's there's a just outside of Seattle there's a mountain range called the Cascades and it mm-hmm. goes all the way down into California mm-hmm. and it um on the other side of that it drops way down in elevation and it dries out like wow. real quick so like where I was on the east side really dry mm-hmm. um sunny but it, I mean we had a fair amount of rain and stuff like that and snow but for the most part like super dry no humidity yeah um but yeah it's, it's kind of it's interesting after you drop off that mountain range mm-hmm. it's like when you you're if you go to california from here you go over that mountain range and it's right. like 110 degrees before you get there yeah, yeah. and then you drop over it and you and go like, like and it's 78 and it's just beautiful and little, little nice humid you can see the beach and it's I just travel, it's just so man. interesting when you drop over, over there
1: yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome man yeah
0: so, but yeah, it's the, the, the cost of living there was just too much. So, but we love to visit and we love to, my wife and I love to travel. We love the, just going up the West Coast, like Oregon and Washington is our okay. favorite. Now. Well,
1: I feel like out here in Arizona, a lot of people always vacation there. Oh, yeah. You know, like if, if you go to Chicago, people are like, oh, I'm going to Wisconsin or Michigan. And I feel like Portland, Seattle, all yep. these places are like, that's your guys' Los oh, sure. Dells. Yeah. You know, like, i am go to
0: Portland for the weekend. Like, yeah.
1: oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to go visit out there yeah. for sure. And then
0: San Diego being, like, five hours away is people, you know, it's yeah. they're, they're always doing that, but it's, yeah, man, it's a funny, it's a funny place. We, and we, obviously, we don't have, we don't have a coast, we don't have any beaches, but mm-hmm. the misconception is, though, we do have a lot of lakes here. A lot of people think In it's totally risotto? dry. Oh, yeah. The outside, I mean, you've got Saguaro Lake, Roosevelt Lake. Um, Bartlett Lake, Lake Pleasant. I mean, there's so many. Well, but, but, yeah.
1: but is it like, um, cause like in Chicago we have Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. but we have the beach at Lake Michigan or whatever. Oh, okay. We, is there any beaches? No. No, right? I mean, we don't have tides. So, yeah. 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 There's not going to be any of
0: that. <laughs> but I mean, it's great for boating if that's yeah. what you're into.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. But, huh. Yeah, man. This is awesome, dude. This, I'm still like in awe. Like I'm yeah. taking mental note of like, I need to get me yeah. this type of mic. And next time you're on our podcast, we need yeah, to. Dude. We need so to, this is to... like,
0: I mean, for me, this was like my original goal. Is I was like, I want to set up a space to record mm-hmm. that like just makes everyone feel comfortable. Like right. that's what I, that's what I want. So like that's you know, candle, the the low lights, <laughs> the dark wall, the the stuff. I mean, the the shelves and whatnot. I mean, it's. And it was like, this is my happy place. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to hopefully people appreciate, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And well, what's nice is like, both these mics are mobile, so I can do this from anywhere if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, no, but this is yeah. a
1: happy place for sure. I'm happy man. in here. Good. Like, man. I can live here. There's an Xbox, there's a TV. It's chill. Awesome. <laughs> well, Juan, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the no, 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 podcast. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you so this much is... for having me on, man. Man. This was I'll be back. back. I want
0: to talk more a little bit about like videography and, and different stuff like that. No, but, yeah,
1: man. Anything yeah. you want, man. I hope I did good. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. No, I think we I think
0: we went all over the place <laughs> just because we're both creatives. Yeah, I yeah. We, I think we had a whole conversation about movies that we didn't expect to have. But yeah. I love when that happens, man. Yeah, man. But,
1: thank you, thank you for having me on, yeah, man. I appreciate having you on. All, all right, right, all right. Be good.